Talk Live. Thank you for listening to Free Talk Live. For, you've tuned in to a radio show, a call-in radio show. I sound like Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah. A call-in Nikki, don't cry. Nikki, don't cry. Don't cry, Nikki. I'm sad. Don't be so sad. We do radio. You'll be happy. <gasps> radio? Radio. Yay! 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. And now I sound like Kim Jong-il. From <laughs> 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 We are not carrying on like this. We're not no, going to we get can't. left. It's, okay. it's, it's too ridiculous it even, nice even for me to to continue talking like baby talk, which is what we were trying to do if if you didn't figure that out. Just not very good at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm 49 years old. Kind of difficult for me to talk baby talk. I don't hang out with babies really ever. I hang out with babies quite regularly, yeah, but, and it's kind of tough for me too. But you hang out with the ones who can't even talk yet. Yeah. So they're all, all they just, do is cry. They just cry and mumble. I remember I had a, a buddy Which of I've mine. Which I've been accused of. <laughs> <laughs> I had a buddy of mine who, like, when he had his first kid, he's like asking around, he's like, so when do they become useful? Oh, yeah, quite a while. It's <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, how are you talking about your kid like that? He's like, all he does is lie there. I can't play with him. We can't do anything. Like, when do we get that fun? You can't help me with the farm? <laughs> yeah, Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Free Talk Live, in case folks are having a... Hard time understanding the intro of the show. And the telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the Lord, Dr. Reverend, Captain Kickass. Joining me. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Should the government? Nope. Nope. Okay. That's a cool shirt you got there, Richie My Rich. My Christmas present. If uh, y- Great present. Right? Yeah. I wish everybody would get one of those for Christmas. And people still go, look at the swim, they go, but what about, I go, nope. Can you read the shirt? It says nope. I got what this one got? for Christmas from myself. Polish? Abolish power, oh. grow freedom. Nice. Nice. Got to show off your socks, too. Now that we're Yeah, got the Monero socks. Those of you uh, listening and, you know, you can't see, of course, what we're talking about, you can go to video.freetalklive.com and catch our streams. Even though this is a radio show, we're not like a highly produced video thing or whatever. There's just some cameras here in the studio and... You know, they rotate around from time to time. Nikki is currently showing off her awesome Monero socks. That's yes, right. I am. And you had Bitcoin socks. To la- is your goal to wear a different crypto sock every week? <sighs> these are the only crypto socks I have, honestly, so maybe I okay. need to get more. Yeah, yeah. Technically, these aren't even mine. Oh. I borrowed them. Oh, the borrowed. Borrowed. Oh, <laughs> I see how that is. So why were we talking like babies, witchy witch? Uh, because That's a good one, I like that. Because headline: wife decides to leave husband after he kept annoying her using baby talk for almost a year. Aww, imagine that. So be- imagine that being the final straw in your relationship. The poor widow here's, wifey. Here's why it was the final straw: because it was just to win a bet. Yeah. Wait, between the two of them? No. Oh. We'll get it. I mean, I could spoil it if you okay, want. But for, I just have to try this. The word Webwin Doctor Captain Kickass. That doesn't really work in baby talk. Dwayne in Spain falls mainly on the plane. Insane in the membrane. Insane in the plane. So these are uh, this is uh, it's going to be weird as I read this. Okay, wait a I don't have the wait actual names. So according to the headline, though, this guy did this for a year, almost a year. 
to win a bet. You can't even do it for like three minutes. <laughs> well, it's because you had no stake in the game, Captain. <laughs> That's true. This dude had to win a bet. Mm, and when you, got, when you have to win a bet, this is the kind of lengths you go to. Nice char-grilled steak. What kind of what kind of steak do you order usually? Medium rare. Okay, I mean, but like ribeye, porterhouse. Um, I I like the fillet, man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Otherwise, it's porterhouse. Porterhouse gets you the fillet. It does. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you, and and then some. And then some. Yeah. yeah. So it's not just the fillet. Yeah. That's why. Who who would order just the fillet? Just get the porterhouse. Me, uh, especially if it's bacon wrapped. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. Oh, you said steak in the game. I, I had steak yeah. in the game for almost a year. This is where it gets weird. At Small Sliced Skin's husband, because they, they, don't, they don't have the real names. So this is just her, like, handle, her internet handle. Is Small Sliced Skin? Right. Uh, okay. Whatever. We're going to have to go with it because that's what she's totally there. not creepy. Okay. At all. Doesn't sound like it. Her husband picked up a habit of talking like a baby. Initially, she found it hilarious. But with time and the fact it was done constantly, she later found it annoying. I think they mean she found it hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Showing this on Reddit, uh, at Small Slice Skin, included a few instances of what kinds of words her husband uses, including chicky nuggets and hootie boy. Oh, chicky nuggies. Oh, chicky nuggies. Sorry. Thank you. Chicky nuggies and hootie boy. What's a hootie boy? I don't know. Not even going to speculate on is that. that like, is that like Hooters or something? That was my initial thought, honestly. Okay. Well, let's see if they tell us. I, I doubt it. She continued, stating it became hard for her to go out with him in public places because he would also talk like this in front of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> so he's either got some really good friends or some like, I don't know, you know, some friends who are not honest with the man. The situation has taken a toll on their relationship as the wife became disgusted by such talks. And as a result, the woman has decided to leave her husband, but she is asking Redditors for their opinion uh, opinions on the subject matter. I'm just like envisioning them being intimate and him using baby talk. <laughs> Terrible. Talk duty to me, baby. <laughs> so, hey, some people are into that, so kink shame. Yeah, the adult babies. Right. So I've been told. Quote, unquote. So it gets in a whole bunch of Reddit things that will extend this too long, so I'm going to skip through that. The woman and her husband recently visited a grocery store, and while in the middle of their shopping, he started acting like a kid, running and screaming in baby talk when he spotted ice cream. The woman revealed she then asked her husband to either start acting like an adult or she would leave him there. Unfortunately... He didn't see anything wrong and blamed the wife for not being fun. So she left him in the store as she couldn't deal with the situation anymore. I've, I've seen parents actually do this to like their their children. Oh like, yeah. You know, not not an act, right? Or at least, you know, not for adults anyway. But like sure. you know, kids getting out of hand and then but the kid is talking in baby talk it's, it's a kid, right? Yeah. You know, I think it's acceptable that. if a kid if a baby's talking in baby talk. But then the, the mom turns on and if you don't want to shape up, I'm gonna leave you here in the store. You know, yeah. I've seen that happen. But then you gotta do it. Because then they realize you're the, you know yeah. the threat has no weight. Yeah. The follow through is very important yeah. in those circumstances. <clears throat> Due to the grocery incident, the man demanded an apology from his wife. In baby talk? <laughs> Probably. Because, like, 
there's got to be video of this, man. But she <laughs> there's no video. But she disagreed as she felt uh, as she felt he embarrassed her. The author of the post was concerned about the case of such attitude, thinking the man may have some problems with his mental health. Many people online have equally agreed it's likely the man has experienced some trauma in the past, and the way he acts is a result of this traumatic experience. Well, hang on, hang on. I, I know you skipped some of these Reddit parts, but there's one that I liked. It says, uh, I don't know where it came from. I don't know why he's doing this. I finally hit my limit when we were grocery shopping and everything seemed normal and fun until he gasped like a kid, ran to the ice cream section, jumped up and down yelling, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, I want chocolate. <laughs> so we'll get, we'll get into the... Sorry, I just had to read that. Legend. Over the air. So why did he do all this? To win a bet. Um, skipping down here. He didn't tell me at first and I got worried. Eventually caved when I suggested we look for a doctor. This is one of those Reddit posts because of how worried I am. It was a bet with one of his friends that started as them trying to embarrass each other in public. He bet my husband that he couldn't keep it up for a whole year. The only off limits part was at work because he couldn't jeopardize his career. No, no. He decided to jeopardize his marriage instead. For what prize? What was he going to win? We'll tell you coming up here on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. What type of a prize would you bet somebody for to do this for with a whole your year. significant other for a whole year? Let us know. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next. Yes, come on and listen to Free Talk Live. We're here seven nights a week from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. Eastern Time, if you want to call. Talk about whatever's on your mind. We're talking about this article from, where is this from, Rich? Greenlemon.me. Greenlemon.me. Sounds legit. Uh, about, I don't even care. They've got some amazing show prep that I've been pulling recently. About a, uh, uh, a gentleman who made a bet with a friend of his that... He could do baby talk all the time, except for when he's at work, apparently, uh, for a year. And it drove his wife crazy, so crazy that she said she's going to leave him. And so it, we we left off with, you know, what was, what did they bet, right? And, like, for yeah. me, I'm thinking it's got to be something really expensive or rare to, like, you know, a year of doing this right that's gonna get annoying you know also kind of difficult you know props to him man that kind of thing and then Can you create a habit that you do for a whole year and then the other thing i thought this is the internet age like something like this would probably make for good entertainment for the duration you know that the guy could could keep it up right you know if his wife had a sense of humor instead of being this curmudgeon or you know at the point when she realized he might be able to pull this off like okay you know start videotaping this uh set up some sort of youtube thing monetize it etc and so on you, well you got to remember up until this point she doesn't know that it's a bet i know i love how it. she has no idea why he's doing it it got to the point where she was about to oh, sign him up part. for therapy i missed that part i thought that, that she was in on it. no she's not in on it Uh-oh. at all 
Like uh, the- surprise. Yeah, she right. was like, I think there's something wrong with you, and you should probably go see a therapist. So, and he's like, Nah, it's just a joke. Chill some, out. Some of the feedback from the Reddit was like, He may have past trauma. This might be a mental health thing, I and mean, this is his way of expressing it. And so she was. She confronted him about it. Could be why he's good at it. Uh, it you never know. Well, we uh, so we left off. We were going to tell you what the prize was, and we will right after we go to Robert in South Carolina. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I just wanted to say that um, you know Vladimir Putin says that uh, you know he had to invade the Ukraine because he had to start a denazification program for Nazis that may be hiding out there, and now he has to do that the same thing in Poland because there might be some Nazis hiding out there. And now in also the three Baltic countries, there might be some Nazis hiding out there. But actually, if he wanted to find Nazis, maybe he should start out in Dresden, which was his, the, the place in which he was the liaison between the the, uh, the German secret police and the, and the KGB. Hey, Robert, I have and a question whenever... for you. What yeah. is the difference between like a, a Nazi-run government and every other government, if any? Um, probably no difference between a communist-led government and every other government. It's probably the same. I mean, very parallel. Maybe just the flags are different, that's all. So then, if that's true, uh, Putin is just looking for anybody in government. <laughs> Which, he's looking for an excuse. That's what he's so looking, he's for. looking yes. for, yes. Yes, he is looking for an excuse. And he visits Dresden every time and pals around with his old friends at the Taschenberg Palais where he gets the $6,000 a night room, and I would imagine he doesn't pay for that. And he has a great time with his old friends. He makes makes a big big stop. And there's also another friend of his who was an ultimate member of the Politburo gave a speech in the basement of the Taschenberg Palais about his new book that was coming out, and he got a very good reception for that. So why doesn't he start there? I mean... I think you just answered it because they're friends. Yeah, and this also sounds a whole lot like... Well, every other politician, right? They all travel around in limousines and fly on private jets, and they get to the climate best change hotel, conferences. You know. Yeah, uh, they they get the best hotel rooms. You know, they're treated literally like celebrities, rock stars, royalty. movie stars, royalty. Well, I mean, is there a difference between elected officials and royalty? I mean, theoretically, no. Theoretically, I mean, yes, but no. Barely, right? You know, maybe in uh, one is self-ordained by God yeah, himself. Maybe in, in cult-like gyrations, you know, okay. in ceremony, perhaps. But outside of that, you know, leaders of nations and then royalty, also leaders of nations. Uh, I find no significant difference. There's no difference between the the king and queen of England and the king and queen of the United States of America, in my opinion, Robert. Exactly. Um, but but the communists are far worse. I had an old friend who was a Soviet official, and he said to me that it's much worse to have somebody who rises to the position of being an authoritarian dictator than it is to have the family that's been there forever. He says they're much more brutal, and I think he was right. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the call, Robert. Appreciate it. I uh, think we, when we talked about this whole Russia-Ukraine thing, it's important for us to put ourselves in the shoes of Vladimir Putin and Russia. But like... What are they going through right now, and how would we react well, if we were in those positions? I mean, to me, it sounds like all these politicians that are getting involved here and everybody's spouting their opinion and, you know, is the U.S. going to join in or sanctions or whatever, you know, everybody's piping in, right? All the leaders of nations, NATO, you know, blah, 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 uh, they're all piping in, uh, and they're all acting 
like babies. <laughs> oh, that's what, a, what a transition! You uh, you trampled on my you you violated my border or whatever, right? You know whatever the excuse is that they're looking for. They are literally acting like babies. This is 2022. We have the internet. We have cryptocurrency. We have instant communications. You know, somebody somewhere from anywhere on the globe where there's a cell phone tower can literally talk to me right now at 603-283-6160 if they so choose. And like I could get a text from anywhere. It, it, like Information travels so fast that we should be beyond the desire yeah, to, to hit people, to steal from them, to drop bombs on them for any reason. You know, where, where are the people calling for diplomacy here? I don't, I don't find them anywhere. Well, okay. Di- diplomacy's kind of out the window because there's already an aggressive attack, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what blows my mind. I mean, we should be so far past this. Yes. We thought there were going to be flying cars and stuff by now. And instead, we're on the verge of World War III. It just, it blows my mind that humans had the possibility to be so much more advanced. But the greed and the power-hungry minority is essentially ruining it for the rest of us. Yes. And enslaving people and killing people, it just... It blows my mind how how this happened. So trying to relate this to a more local level, you know, bullies on the playground kind of a thing. Yes. Um, if you're the Ukraine and you're getting bullied by Russia, mm-hmm. is it not in your best interest to ask for as much help as you possibly can to repel the threat? And so reaching out to other nations for support seems like it would be the wise thing to do. Now, are those nations required to provide support? Probably not. But I feel like the more countries that get involved, the worse it gets. And it just is going to turn into this huge mess. Whenever the U.S. gets involved, it usually doesn't get better. I, I hear you. But if, you're, if, the, if there's a concern of Russian expansion, yeah, right? Like if someone, if someone invaded your neighborhood and you went, well, they haven't gotten to my house yet, right? So you don't help your yeah, neighbors defend it. I get it. that. They're going to mow you over because they will just continue to get bigger and expand. And I don't blame Ukraine for requesting backup. What's the difference between political help versus help from individuals or other organizations? We can talk about that plus a whole bunch more here on Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to odyssey you can watch live or anytime on our odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com if you want to go all in download the desktop app at lbry.com and then every video archive you watch you'll help seed and keep it online forever at minimum we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on odyssey today video.freetalklive.com
603-283-6160. That's the number here at Free Talk Live. We're a live call-in radio program, nationally syndicated, broadcast on the internet, as well as some satellite stations, and there's some people rebroadcasting us that, Lord knows the reach that we actually have. But if you want to join us, you can certainly call. In the studio tonight, it's myself, Captain Kickass. Joining me. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, it is time to remind you that you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual ForkFest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized. And that means there's no ticket cost and no one in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to all of that, plus more, over at ForkFest.party. I hope to see you all there. Come party with the captain. Should be a good time. You all come? Probably Oh, not. heck yeah. Are you fork and pork? Pork and fork or just pork? Yeah, I'm going full both weeks. Pork and fork? Yeah, pork nice. and fork. Nice. You hear that? Uh, uh, wait, are you vegan or vegetarian? Vegan, yeah. A vegan is going to pork and fork. Heck yeah. Nice. Pork a pork? Well done. You're not coming, are you? Probably not. Okay. Lame. Definitely lame. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, they tell me I went to the wrong one as my first one. And yet that is the what one it? that stands out in my mind. That's Wait, funny. what do you mean by this? Who tells? And why would you listen to them? Because they have experience. Like, my, my first experience at Porkfest okay. was yes. not all that enjoyable. And I went, I spent money on this and I'm not getting my value. Yep. And so they're like, are you going next year? I'm like, no. Why would I? Why would I do that? Which wait? Which pork fest did you go to? What year? Ah, uh, twenty nineteen, I think. When year did I get here? I got here September twenty eighteen. So the yeah. first pork fest was well. Fork fest is different. So it try is. pork fest. It is the after party. And we'll be there, and we're cool. So totally. Yeah, it, it's way more chill. There's no like, really, nothing is organized. Uh, things will happen spontaneously sometimes. It. You know, and all that kind of thing. Combustion. So. So, yes, combustion does happen spontaneously sometimes. It's true. <laughs> But the, after the fact, they're like, well, that one really wasn't that good. Yeah. Right? The people who were like, had been to many, like, yeah, yeah you came to the wrong one That's first. really convincing, right? Okay, so does that mean this one's going to be good? I don't know. Yes, it does. Come. <laughs> well, hopefully it's good because I'm going to go to uh, at least part okay. of Porkfest, and then I'm staying the whole week for yeah. Porkfest. At least that's my current plan unless something changes. Uh, last the last two years, I wasn't able to do Pork Fest at all, and then for Fork Fest, I would only do like the last three or four days. Okay, uh, so I've I'm, I'm changing that up a little bit. Going to try and go to more of a thing. I figure I live here now. I should make a point to at least attend one, right? So uh, if nothing more, you attended one. I did and, attend one, That's and now you know what it's like. Yeah, and, cross yeah, it you know, off your yeah. bucket list. Yep, yep, exactly. But I'm 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 an introvert and a homebody. And I had a bonus day off the other day because of the snowstorm over here. I spent nine hours just playing Animal Crossing. So, like, I'm set. I mean, that's basically camping. 
right? Sounds Deserted like island. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Cleaned up my island. Planting flowers, catching butterflies. I and dug up a whole bunch of flowers because it had gotten out of control. Yeah. Picking <laughs> weeds, you know. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we've kept our listeners in suspense for... Too long now. Well, at least two segments of the first hour. We've been talking about this article from greenlemon.me about uh, a guy, apparently, who made a bet with a friend that he could do baby talk constantly, except for when he's at work, for a year. Yep. And this annoyed his wife. Now, he didn't tell his wife that it was, you know, all She was not in on the joke. She was not in on the joke. So it annoyed his wife so much that she, what, was trying to get him to seek help. She threatened to leave him. <laughs> she asked for support on Reddit, and Reddit said it might be some past uh, trauma, some childhood trauma. This It might be a mental condition. Your husband might need some help. You know what's bad when you go to Reddit for support? <laughs> I mean... She's like, my last hope. Dear Magic Rectangle, here's my problem. Can you help? Sincerely, there's a lot of people that do that. Everyone on yeah, the internet. Yeah, there is. I mean, the, the am I the a-hole? Like, subreddit, like, people with problems, they go like, did I really screw this one up? Or yeah. was it the other guy? And, you, know, you, you get a lot of... You get feedback from, you know, hundreds Gen- of thousands Generally of speaking, though, if, if you're of the... If you're questioning something that you did and you're like... Am I the a-hole? I mean... You might be. You just might be. You might be, but that's why you got to go to Reddit and find out for sure. Get some consensus. (laughs) That'd be a great game show name. Am I the a-hole? You can find out next week if you are the a-hole. Tell him what he's won, Bob. Set up a booth at ForkFest. There you go. Bring your grievances. With a mirror. Bring your grievances. A-hole? Bring your grievances to the Am I the a-hole booth at ForkFest. I, I had this, uh, this great meme. It was all of the Scooby-Doo gang, and yeah. they were all turned looking very focused forward. And it said, uh, uh, how to how to spot an a-hole. <laughs> and so anybody who saw that obviously had them looking yeah. at, right. at you, so you were obviously the a-hole. All right, so uh, what the wife didn't know in this situation about this bet where he, this guy's talking like baby talk, this went on for almost a year, apparently. She didn't know that it was a bet. Right. And what else did she not know? What the prize was. So, for what prize? What was he going to win that he was willing to Wait, jeopardize his marriage? It's got to be super valuable, though, right? Like a something rare, like like an autograph, something, or like a a, a Banksy painting, or something like yeah, a car, a brand new car. You right. just yeah. want a free trip to Bermuda? Yeah, the showcase showdown or something, yeah. right? Signed baseball. By who? I don't know. Doesn't say yet. Oh. A baseball. Okay. A so baseball. I would definitely baseball. divorce him. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. So. Baby talk for a year and you get a signed baseball. I thought he was still joking. No, he was dead serious. <laughs> How was the friend verifying? Here's your here's back to you, Kevin. <laughs> I hope you're joking. <laughs> My husband would share little videos he took here and there of him upsetting me with the baby talk. So there are videos. <laughs> Including times he tried to initiate sex by whispering <laughs> this baby talk in my ear. I wasn't in any state of undress. Oh, man. I'm going to try that. <sighs> and by seeing us in public, like at the brewery, he got cross with me in the grocery store because I interrupted the recording and almost blew the whole operation. Aww. Blew the whole operation. He wasn't remorseful or apologetic. He thought we were both in on this little joke and that I'd find it hysterical. I asked him, did he understand? We haven't had sex in months. 
No, it didn't matter. It was all worth it to him. He kept saying, you just don't get it. It's not just a baseball. I told him the joke was over, time to stop for good, but that I was willing to move on with him. I couldn't forgive him. No, he wanted to keep going. There are only two months left in the bet. So he got 10 months into this. Wow. Uh, so close. Yeah, at that point, he should just keep doing it. He said, we can have sex if you want. We'll just pretend X, Y, Z. And I was just like, <laughs> why does why does thinking about your friend even factor into this? What's wrong with you? He's a competitive dude. He wants to win. Yes. And at that point, I mean, he did it for 10 months. Like, yeah, just do. I mean, at that point, it's not just the baseball. It's yeah. actually accomplishing that goal. I mean, go that's and, tough. And as a wife, you, you should be more supportive of your husband. Well, yeah, go yeah. get an Airbnb yeah. for two months and, you know, whatever. <laughs> What's wrong oh with God. you? You'd never have to do this and ruin our intimate moments, but I just didn't get it. He had to be in character at all times. So he's an aspiring actor sure. as well. That's crazy that he was in character at all times. I, I bet there are actors who cannot pull this off. No. After like a lot of trained professionals. After a lot of arguing and tears, I left him. I'm headed up to Colorado to be with my family through Christmas. And then I'm going to move in with my sister for a little while to figure out what's next. I oh. hope it was all worth it. Yeah, it probably was. She sounds like a jerk. Aw, uh, the poor widow wifey <laughs> didn't like the little baby car. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next. Welcome back, everybody. It is Free Talk Live, the non-democratic version of Free Talk Live. It's never been the Democratic version or the Republican version. Boo, politicians! It's definitely, definitely boo all politicians. I don't care, you know, what, uh, what side you support. Hopefully you don't support any sides because the individual is where it is at. And if you don't respect the individual... And their freedoms, you can never have freedom yourself. And that is your Sunday sermon. Bless. Well, Captain's Log, Stardate, 0227202. It's true, I am a reverend. Reverend, doctor, captain, lord, a bunch of other things. Uh, ambassador's off the table, by I the way. I know, I heard. Just, okay, yeah. Uh, but I do want to tell you that Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media-sharing protocol, and we're very big fans of that here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, which is a video-sharing website, to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off. Now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app over at lbry.com. And then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. Visit video.freetalklive.com. All right, so I have this other thing that I want to talk about, uh, about surveillance. But before we get to that, um, previous caller, Robert, mentioned Vladimir Poontang. I mean, Putin. Pootie Tang? <laughs> Meow. Poontang? He's getting old, so I don't know. Uh. Um, 
I uh, I'm currently on a a 90 day thing, uh, including diet, but I've also uh, this is hard for me to say. Quit drinking alcohol. Is it bad that I assumed that you meant Facebook jail? <laughs> yeah, it's totally bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, that's probably the most common thing when people say 90 days. They're like, oh, Facebook yeah. jail. Right, yeah. uh, so I, I'm i really thirsty for a, for a cocktail. And, you know, I have a time set and I will drink again. However, I'm not drinking now. But I saw this story and uh, my, my liver went, no. This is from Zero Hedge and many other sources as well. The vodka rebellion begins. Canada, U.S. bars, liquor stores remove Russian alcohol from the shelves. Stupid. Because that's totally going to help. I, when when they were um, and they when the United States government was putting Japanese people into internment camps. Did they take anything that could be construed as Japanese food off the shelves? It's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the historical context. Uh, How about during the Cold War, you know, in the 80s, right? Before the Soviet Union fell, right? Did folks take all the Russian goods off shelves, specifically the vodka? No. I mean, but they do do – there are sanctions, Right, and they will. Governments can like bans. do sanctions and trades, and you know, right. blah blah blah. But tariffs or bans on imports. Yeah, right? yeah. But why are they? This okay. is not that. This is these are like liquor store owners going. Oh, I'm just pulling because of the news, right? Sure. They're seeing all this stuff in the news, and uh, oh, everybody hate Russia now. Well, our the the governor of New Hampshire, right, issued his diktat. Mandate that New Hampshire liquor stores cannot carry this Russian swill. Who the hell is he to decide what a store can and cannot carry? Good, and why good do we question. have state-run liquor stores in New Hampshire? That's the bigger that, question. It's talk, so dumb. talk to your reps, your Liberty reps, yeah, who don't a- want to do anything about it because of the loss of political capital. Hmm. Lame. Yeah, very lame. Yeah. Very lame. Also, the whole non-recreational marijuana thing that's going on here. Uh, very, very annoying for the freest state in the United States. Those two particular items are, at least for me, uh, annoying. But anyway. But in support of the Ukraine, right, on behalf of all the people of New Hampshire, right, we are not going to have that in our liquor stores. Yeah, that'd so be like, says his I don't Royal know. Highness. If people in Scotland, you know, pissed off the U.S., would you not drink scotch? I mean, I would be like, please don't take away the scotch, man. Please don't take away the scotch. It's dumb. It's yeah. absolutely dumb. If uh, and does it really hurt the Russian government? Nope. Or just no. hurts name, the Russian people. Name well, one thing a politician does that isn't dumb. Go. Do 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 do. That was a big do, silence. Do, oh, do, yeah. do 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 do. Uh, resign. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one dude that. <laughs> Popped his brain off on live TV. Oh, take take yourself out. Yes, suicide. (laughs) Also, not not done if you're a politician. Um, Hey man, nice shot. That's the guy. (laughs) I had something else to say, but you threw me for a loop with the question. Russian vodka. 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 Right. Well, they actually say vodka, but you know, know, uh, I have a bag of potatoes next door. If. uh... Still, Russian potatoes. Yeah, if anybody so you think, wants to, uh, you thinking, you thinking still do vodka 
things. We're going to get all uh, Dukes of Hazard up in here. Yeah, I think that's a great oh. idea. Oh, we I probably mean, she got mystery liquid in a mason <laughs> jar. I'm definitely over not here, so. doing that. <laughs> this is not vodka. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's half air and half funny. Vodka. Funny story. I have to tell a funny story now. So it's Christmas Eve, right? With my family, and I have this jar of water. So it's it's water. I'm just drinking it, and my cousin goes, uh, "Hey, can I can I get a swig of that?" And I'm confused, thinking, uh, "Yeah, I mean, if you're thirsty and you want to, you really need a and sip of water." Then bro. I realize he thinks it's moonshine, and I'm like, <laughs> "No, I, I hate to disappoint, but uh, I I will gladly share my water with you, but it, I don't think that's what you think it is." So, uh. Lame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. guys. Although it would be pretty hardcore. That's a a sizable jar for. And it was like almost empty too. Like I was pounding it all night. Yeah. So that would be pretty impressive. But Do I nope, look blitz to you, bro? I'm just yeah. drinking on water. Yeah. Regarding these uh, liquor stores, though, that are pulling Russian whatever off the shelves, right? Vodka in particular. Sure. Like this is all inventory they've already paid for. Yeah. Double dumb. Right. Right. So you're not hurting the supplier. Down, you're not hurting the Russian people or the Russian government in any way. We're, you're really just hurting your bottom line. Yeah. Unless your plan, when you pull these things off the shelf, is to sell them for cash in the black market at a higher price. Right. Then perhaps that is a financially wise decision. Where are the gun stores not selling Russian ammo? Right. Where's that? Where are those articles? Where's Where's Governor Sununu's ban on Russian ammo for gun shops in New Hampshire? Yeah, don't give him any ideas, please. North American oh, liquor stores do and see the revolt that comes from that little. <laughs> North American liquor stores and bars are pulling Russian vodka off their shelves in solidarity with Ukraine. On Friday, Peter, uh, well, that's a name, <laughs> <laughs> Bethlen Falvi, B E T H L Bethlen Falvi. I'm probably butchering the name. It's probably like Bettenfelvy or something. Ontario's Minister of Finance directed the Provincial's Liquor Control Board of Ontario to remove all Russian vodka from stores. Ontario joins Canada's allies in condemning the Russian government's act of aggression against the Ukrainian people and will direct the LCBO to withdraw all products in Russia from, or all products produced in Russia from store shelves, Bethan Falvey said. They could be hurting the resistance in Russia. It's not like everyone in Russia agrees with the acts of their president, clearly. What if they're selling their liquor to like yeah. man up a resistance? It's not like the people in Russia love their lives less than the people in any other country. And right. that's what I think people forget when there's wartime propaganda stuff is the people of Ukraine and Russia have nothing to do with this. Right. Right. This is purely politicians being evil, corrupt, gang member, thieves, lunatic human beings. Yeah, and I would be willing to bet that most of the people in uh, anywhere surrounding this geographic area, uh, would otherwise have nothing to do with any of this political crap, right? They would otherwise get along and you know happily trade with each other. Uh, I mentioned last night that you know uh, in the Ukrainian region there's been sort of a run on cash and all that kind of thing. Oh yeah, and it's affecting Poland next door too. Like uh, folks in Poland can't get cash. This cash run has affected those, or at least it was reported. Good, take down the banks too. I'm I'm with you on that one. In fact, that would be the first thing that should happen. 603-283-6160.
Will you be hoarding your Russian vodka and or Russian anything else for that matter? Ammo. Give us a call. Let us know. Free Talk Live more is coming up. The Free State Project has reached its goal of 20,000 liberty lovers who've pledged to move to New Hampshire and get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. Perhaps you're trying to figure out what part of New Hampshire should be your destination. If so, consider Keene. You'll find more than 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com. Keene is famous for its historic, publicity-generating activism, as well as being the liberty media capital of the world. It's home to freekeene.com, New Hampshire's destination for liberty activism, news, and opinion. For years, we've been compiling over 150 reasons to move to Keene at move.freekeene.com, where you'll learn about some of what's happening here and what makes Keene a great place to live. If you love liberty, you'll probably enjoy anywhere you end up in the Shire. But do your due diligence first. Please visit move.freekeen.com for the full list of over 150 reasons to move to Keene. That's move.freekeen.com. Free Talk Live. Baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. I'm no James Brown, but I, I can tell. You you said do baby talk again for the intro, so I thought it'd be funny. Wrong kind of baby talk. Yeah. You ain't do little baby talk like that, huh? Little poor wicked wicked get a little baby talk. We talk live. Are you gonna cry now, wicked witch? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who did miss the first hour, <laughs> that dude, man. <laughs> If you're just tuning in, during the first hour, we talked about this guy who made a bet with his friend for a baseball that he could talk and baby talk for a year. Didn't tell the wife about the bet, so she just thought he was loony. And Uh, video recorded clips of it. He video recorded clips of it to, you know, send to his friend to make sure that, you know. I'm still doing it, bro. Still Bet's doing still it, bro. That's still the on. worst part. Like, if you're going to do something funny, at least, like, share it with her. But that's what makes it even funnier, so I get why he didn't. I wonder if that was part of the bet, right? Like, Don't you tell can't her. tell the wife. Yeah. Right. I'm just glad Nikki was, like, in support of the guy. Yeah. Lame-ass wife. Yeah. Loser. You think, you think she was a little uptight about the whole thing? I mean, I love to joke and say that, but to be completely honest with you, I, I if would... my significant other did that... I would be. Let's, the, let's just say he wouldn't have made it 10 months. Let's put it that way. If the gender roles were reversed and this was a wife doing it to a guy, right? And the guy hey. was like, hey, look, if you don't start you know, talking like an adult, uh, I'm, I'm bailing. DDLG. You know. Daddy Dom, little girl. You've got to dump that bitch. I was also thinking it's that. my if, Tom Likas. You guys, Tom Likas, anyone? No? Okay. Familiar with. If, if the wife started doing it, she would probably just catch a spanking. Oh, okay. Right? Uh, as long as it's consensual. Sure. Because <laughs> babies consent to Otherwise, spankings all the time. you've got to dump that bitch. That's right. It's the Tom Likas show. You've got to dump that bitch. Turn it in for a newer model. <laughs> you've got to trade her in for... The only wise piece of advice I ever got from uh, Tom Likas was the whole uh, back of the... Uh, what do you call it? The ATM, the receipts you get out of the ATM. Okay. Like if if you're trying to get a date, 
uh, you find a receipt in the ATM that's not yours. That's like a lot of money. It's got a whole bunch of zeros on it. And so then, you know, when you're out and you're meeting people at the club or whatever, you know. Accidentally drop you, it. You, no, no. Oh, you're yeah, like, here, yeah. let me give you my phone number. And you write your phone number down on the back uh, of that thing. And you give it to her. And then, you know, maybe she's not interested at all. But then she opens up the dollars. thing and she sees all the zeros at the end of your bank. your not bank account. But she thinks she assumes it's your Wait. bank account. Are you saying that all the guys that did that to me didn't actually have millions of dollars and I fell for it? Perhaps. Dang. Why, how many guys did that to you? I'm just kidding. Oh. Are you sure? At least one. Are you backpedaling now? <laughs> I mean. Don't is, put me on the spot. <laughs> is that why you left them? Or was it because they started talking like a baby? <laughs> like a wee little baby. Basically, actually. All right. Uh, we've got calls to take. Let's go to Jill in Richmond, Virginia. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. I think we should have a embargo on all totalitarian states, especially Red China. Buying one of those products is giving money to that government, which helps them hold their people in slavery. And you wouldn't and be able to even fly an American flag. To guns to the mafia, and it should be regarded as a similar crime. So I don't really believe in like embargoes and things like that, but I do support people buying locally and, you know, U.S. made or locally made things. Like I think we should be supporting people in our own communities and not outsourcing everything to China and Taiwan and India I, and all of these other places where people are literally working in sweatshops. I, I it's weird. I disagree with both of you, okay. uh, Jill. I mean, I, I appreciate Jill's. You know, You're talking about the women. You don't disagree yeah. with me because I didn't say. Anything. Well, you haven't said okay. anything yet. But so far, these two perspectives, I disagree with. The global economy is here, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. I do like to encourage people to buy things locally. Um, I myself, I buy some meats from a local farm that we've talked about here on the show a few times uh, and that kind of a thing. So uh, there are some things that I try to do. There's some things I just can't yet, you know, so I have to get them from other places. But Jill, to your point, sure, if you do buy something that's imported from like China, which is just about everything these days. Um, you know, yes, you are giving money to the Chinese people and the Chinese government, but you're also giving money to whatever government at the location you bought that thing is, right? There's sales tax on that thing, or your city, your county, your state is going to have some sort of tax on on the thing as well. It's not a totalitarian state. I don't believe, I don't like taxes, but at least it's not a totalitarian state. Neither is the United States of America. Eh, it's but, getting there. Yeah, I, I would almost beg to differ that it is a totalitarian uh, state. You go live There's a spectrum, and we're close to the end of that. And well, I think you'll see the difference after about a week. And I, I totally get your point. I would 100% rather live in America than, say, China or Russia. Okay. Like, I, I totally get that point. I do think that those governments are worse than the U.S. government, but all governments are bad. Yeah, the There's gr- no grass good is always states. greener. There are there are so many people in China and uh, the Soviet you know, Russia yeah. uh, you, who are like I would never live in the United States. I would much rather live here. So they don't know the United States if they say that. Uh, I mean, the United the States thing. is getting pretty bad. The there there are I, today, Jill, and I you know I I think I know that you're a bit older than I am. I think you would agree that the people in the Soviet Russia of the Cold War 
would kill to have the amount of tracking and surveillance and data that you know that we have here in the United States today. They would kill to have all of that because they wanted to track everybody and everything that they did. And now they know they not only have that in the United States, but it's going on around the globe. And in fact, uh, I've got an article about that that we'll talk about here in a bit. Any further thoughts, Jill? No, I stand by what I said. Good night. I appreciate you, Jill. I advocate people shopping where they get maximum value for their dollar or whatever currency they're using. I mean, you have to be an individual in that respect when it comes to what you earn, what you spend. Yeah. You, you have to find what is valuable to you, right? You do have to get your value out of it. Now, right. that's subjective on an individual basis. Understood. A value to Nikki is not going to be a value to me. A value to me is not going to be a value to you, et cetera, and so on. Right. I advocate for people shopping where they can use precious metals and cryptocurrency and mm. real money rather than murder fed dollars yes and i also think there's something to be said for purchasing like voting with your dollar yes in purchasing things that are ethically sourced and made like i would rather buy a necklace from my friend's daughter than from a sweat like some sweatshop overseas where you know Ah. so so you don't have a problem with sweatshops i do okay because i feel like it's not necessarily a voluntary situation Maybe technically, but I also think that people are like forced into those impoverished conditions and that is like their only option. So if you take that option away from them by closing the sweatshop, where do you leave them? I guess they have nothing then. Or we could, yeah, yeah. and so, that's going down the rabbit hole of it's not getting rid of all hole. the governments and okay. letting well, everybody live in a free market society. Maybe, but like what's happening literally is the world is beginning to level out. Sure. Right. So uh, when I was growing up, there was all this talk about how robots are going to make everything. We're yeah. going to have flying cars and, you know, nobody will have to work and we'll just enjoy this leisure, you know, and all the kind of thing. And what happened is it turns out that outsourcing labor was much cheaper than building robots. For now. For now. Right. But because of technology like the Internet, the world is beginning to even out. Yeah. Right. And so we're going through this phase right now where, okay, people who are in places where, you know, wealth isn't as established, they're not as wealthy as other places, uh, they are getting these jobs, they're doing these things for income to support themselves that people here won't do. Right. And if you take that away from them, if you take that rich nation of wealth out of those impoverished countries, you put them back into a more impoverished state. And so the world is on its way to sort of evening out across the globe. It's going to take a little bit of time for us to get there. 603-283-6160. What we should really do is just ban politicians, in my opinion. I think that would be an effective, an effective strategy. More Free Talk Lives next. It's Free Talk Live. I'm just checking in with the not-so-frequent chats. And it looks like are some folks... Are baby-talking in the chats? Yeah, I'm not baby-talking in the chats. No, they are not. Aww. Some Somebody says, let's go, Brandon. 
Somebody says, probably bet him lunch at Chuck E. Cheese. Talking about the bet that the guy with the baby talk bet. Uh, somebody says, my butt's been wiped. Somebody says, we need to remember Bush invading Iraq. We're no better than them. Somebody says, yummy, yummy. Not sure why. Who's this we that guy is referring to? Right. Uh, Russian standard is the greatest vodka. Hopefully your state has it. Not all states have it. Apparently Pennsylvania has state liquor stores as well. And he says not good. So there you go. Checking in with some of our chatters. Got to go to Vermont or Maine to get Russian vodka now? Or did they pass similar legislation? This is Free Talk Live, in case you're wondering. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. So, yeah, we were talking about, well, many things. And, of course, uh, this article from Zero Hedge is talking about the vodka rebellion. Uh, Canada, U.S. bars, liquor stores remove Russian alcohol from shelves. And that's really the crux of the story. There's some commentary for some from some Twitter folks that say things like, I don't get this move. The inventory is already paid for. And I mentioned that earlier. If you uh, don't can- immediately go out and pour out your Russian vodka down your drain now, you are not a real American. <laughs> right. And that's uh, this is the type of things that people will do because they're they're being given this sentiment this hate Russia sentiment, and so now they're going to do that kind of a thing. We know who the pro-Russian communists are by what you drink. And so uh, I just, I've gotten this from online, but I do want to remind people, please do not be a-holes to your local, you know, Russian anything, right? You know, the family down <laughs> the streets, the right? The, <laughs> the, yeah, you do not want to mess with them. The, Pro the, tip. The, the Russian restaurants, you know, any of the businesses that are not, you know, it, they're the 50-year-old grandma making, you know, Latkes. Uh, piroshkis or whatever. Yeah, they didn't invade the Ukraine, okay? This I is see. the Russian government. This is not the people. This is not the people down the street from where you live. I've seen a meme that said Adidas will no longer be selling tracksuits in Russia. It's like, yeah, that's totally going to help. And it's ridiculous because this was the same. Like, It's sad that you need to say that. But seriously, people will be super racist like that. And we saw it in the beginning of COVID when people were being super racist to Chinese people. Or Asians, period, because they couldn't tell the difference. Because they can't tell the difference, exactly. So, yeah. Don't be mean. So, public service announcements, don't be mean to somebody that appears to, you know, in your mind, be Russian or Ukrainian or whatever. If you're going to be mean to anyone, be mean to Putin himself. Definitely. Or people who work for government. Yeah. Fair game. So, uh, Jill, our previous caller, during our conversation I had mentioned uh, surveillance and how the Soviet Union of the Cold War era would just be salivating at how much data and tracking goes on citizens uh, that they wanted that goes on now here in the U.S. They'd be like, you've achieved what we always dreamed of. But... You know, now it's here in the U.S. So this is so this from... This is the greatest country in the world, according to Jill. Surveillance be damned. So this is from theguardian.com, Techscape. Surveillance is now just a part of daily life for U.S. citizens. I do recall there being a whole bunch of media about, you know, their surveillance state in addition to the police state. 
you know, that kind of a thing. And there still is to some extent, but it seems to have lessened. There's not as much fear about it because everybody knows it's going on. Edward Snowden. Well, and everyone volunteered into it the minute they bought a smartphone. Edward Snowden's revelations about, you know, what the government can and can't yeah, do. Yeah, that poor guy. You know, and the fact that he's, you know, still persecuted. I think he expected more from the American people when he brought those things to light. Yeah, honestly, it was kind of pathetic how so many people think that he's some traitor when he was really trying yeah. to help everybody. So, so, so here, here's the thing. A traitor will take secrets from, like, you know, the government that you're under and sell them or give them to their enemy. Right. What Edward Snowden did is he took some secrets and he gave them to the people of the United States. Which is like the opposite of being a traitor. Correct. Yes. That is, in fact, a, a very, some would say, patriotic move. And Absolutely. The pe- and the people went, yeah, okay. I'm brainwashed. Yeah, Mer- they went, well, uh, okay, but it's the way he did it. What what, what, uh, what way would you have preferred? Would you have preferred him to roll up to your door in a limousine with a box of flowers and been like, well, hey, your government's spying on you? I think people are obsessed, and I don't want to generalize when I say people, but I think a lot of people are obsessed with this idea of doing things the correct way, like... Yeah, more brainwashing. Exactly, so it's... Yeah. Well, Take it to your boss, who takes it to his boss. Well, they're like, oh, he should have went through the proper chain of command, or he should have went the you know, through the proper roots no, in the, in the justice have. system. No, because that wouldn't have worked. Right. Because the chain of command knows about it and is covering it up already. Exactly. And, and he definitely would, figured that out. So would have silenced his ass. Yeah. So mm. uh, the man is lucky to be alive. So at any rate, you're being watched in more ways than you know. Whether you're at the grocery store or doing your taxes, it's getting harder to quantify all the ways in which the average person is monitored by the services they interact with on a daily basis. While this is happening all over the world, several new developments show how hard it is to avoid having your data collected or images of yourself analyzed in the U.S. That's partly because there isn't a single sweeping federal law that regulates how companies share, store, or use your personal data, biometric, or otherwise. I disagree Ooh. with that statement. Ooh. Well, because you think there is, or because... No, because laws aren't necessary to prevent that from okay, happening. Okay, good. I was going to say, are they actually calling for state involvement to fix this? This is from problem? The Guardian, so... Okay, well, know, absolutely. You know, then. Yeah, they, they certainly are very likely to do so. However... Uh, it's still happening. Uh, a new reports, uh, new reports, plural, show that companies are increasingly capitalizing on this relative privacy and data free for all. There are so many negative things that come from companies saying we have data. So now, what should we do with it? Says Chris Gilliard, a Harvard Kennedy School Shorenstein Center visiting research fellow and professor. Uh, that's a whole lot of titles. I'll skip over. We can't expect companies to act morally and ethically. They should be forced to. Yeah, see, there you go. There's your problem <laughs> right there. Here, okay, so here's the thing. If the companies are doing it and the consumer is okay with it, has not the market decided? Mm, that's a great point. Uh, I don't know if they have. I, I don't know if they I are think, okay with it, though. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. Well, then you are free to not use those services or shop at those places. I suppose so. Right, but I find those services to be necessary in my life. Okay. So you've you've done a cost-benefit analysis for yourself, justified in your mind that to get those services, it's worth losing this little bit of security and privacy, and have decided accordingly. It's not quite that simple. 
Because if you surveyed everybody that has an iPhone or an Android and you say, hey, would you prefer the government not be able to spy on you? They'd all be like, yeah, that's what I'd prefer. Well, that's the government, though. This is like just the companies themselves doing the spying. That too. Well, that remains to be seen. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. the ham in green eggs and ham green i don't know it's not called green eggs and green ham it is not it's called green eggs and ham right only the eggs are green right the adjective goes for both of the nouns is that true it can yeah, that's in this true. case yeah in this yeah. case i had a green sport coat and trousers okay what color do you believe my trousers to be in that statement good question i don't know the way you said it i'm picturing brown trousers in my mind because you paused and i'm picturing green well because he paused he said i have a green sport coat and trousers and trousers or i have a green sport coat and trousers that would sound like green sport coat and green trousers Mm. interesting this is Free Talk Live. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. Coming up next, we also talk about the cat in the hat. And how did he get in there? <laughs> Sam, I am. Meow. <laughs> Please do not put your cat in a hat. That's just not cool. If you do take pictures and post it on the internet, because that's what people do anyway. People are so mean to animals, man. Tag, hashtag, Free Talk Live. We want cat in the hat pictures. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. So we've been talking about this article from The Guardian, uh, which the headline reads, Techscape surveillance is now just a part of daily life for U.S. citizens. And what this is really talking about is something I call surveillance creep. Sure. Right. Uh, In some recent cases, public pressure has forced some degree of regulatory scrutiny over companies and their surveillance practices. But of course, and I'm not reading, this is me speaking, of course, there's no scrutiny about government surveilling you. So if you have a problem with the company's surveillance program and you call your legislature and they introduce a law, are they now then working for the people? That's a good question. But in lieu of legal limitations, there is seemingly endless number of ways consumers are being monitored on a daily basis. Experts like Gilliard say these casual cases of surveillance are just as troubling, if not part of the same spectrum, as more explicit surveillance systems. I actually don't think there's such a thing as mundane surveillance because it all normalizes it, he says. It habituates people into thinking that surveillance is normal or harmless and that there's a way it can be used that doesn't feature blowback. Like that phrase, well... If you have nothing to hide, then why are you against this, right? Here are just some of the ways surveillance is becoming normalized as part of our daily lives here in the U.S. When you're doing your taxes. Boo! Yeah, which... I think they mean to say if. uh, If slash when. (laughs) Yeah, when when the coercion kicks in and uh, the threats of jail time and or kidnapping and or ending your life uh, force you to make some moves towards taxation. 
Last November, the Internal Revenue Service announced that all users would soon be required to use an identity verification company called ID.me to do their taxes or access other essential services. And we covered that here on Free Talk Live. So just... I want to clarify something real quick, because you said this was a Guardian article. They seem to be conflating corporations with government then. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because the IRS is a coercive entity. Yes, it is. Right? And so if they're surveying you, surveying, yeah. Well, they're trying to list ways that surveillance is becoming normalized in the U.S. Okay. But that's not, yeah, that's government surveillance. Is is one of, yes. Okay. Not corporate surveillance. Which is why I brought it in today. Okay. All right. Yeah, the, the Guardian is definitely a, mm, uh, a statist, you know, leaning entity. I don't know if they're right or left or wherever they're coming from, but they okay. certainly do support the coercive actions of government. Okay, uh, and that should be evident. So, uh, blame the article, not the the narrator. I'm not blaming you. I'm just pointing out the highlighting the difference that you know there's a di- there's a difference between like buying a surveillance device from Amazon or Apple, yeah. and being coerced into providing surveilled information on an IRS form. It's a little little bigger than the IRS form, but yes, there is a difference. You are correct. Uh, to sign up for ID.me, users needed to upload a video selfie as well as a picture of them holding their ID, and the only way to opt out was by filing manually rather than online. In a matter of days, the IRS was forced to reconsider working with ID.me over questions about its facial recognition system and after public and regulatory backlash from, well, from people, really. This says congressional lawmakers. So the IRS is requiring it. However, if you've ever tried to, like, create an account. Hang on, hang on. It announced on Monday that it would transition away and no longer implement verification system that incorporated facial recognition technology from using ID.me. On Monday, several Congress members sent the IRS a letter demanding the agency consult with stakeholders before deciding on an alternative to ID.me. So in this case, the government didn't help at all. It just said, oh, we're not going to let this specific company, ID.me, be in charge of the surveillance. We're going to hire a completely different entity to do it. Not where I was going with that. But if the the IRS is requiring you to provide like the the picture with the ID card or the video selfie or whatever, right? And you don't have to do that because you can do it the old-fashioned way, mm-hmm. right? Then you're kind of volunteering into it the same way a lot of crypto people have to do to get verified on an exchange to purchase cryptocurrency, yeah. right? You got to take your little selfie holding your state ID card or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, right? It's a yeah. standard procedure, right? But or we're not up in arms about that because it's voluntary. You want to get on that exchange. Oh, I'm I'm if, up in arms about it, but yeah. You know. Are you on those exchanges? Have you provided that information or if, or have you exercised alternatives to get cryptocurrency if you buy any at all? I choose not to answer that question. Fair enough. But you I see mean, the point though. It's uh, uh, honestly for me it's both. Okay. Right? So I do have a major exchange account that I've had since that exchange opened. Okay. It comes in handy from time to time. I'm sure it does. I try very very hard not to use it for anything okay uh, and so there's very few transactions in that thing very low but did you get in before the, the i did I, yeah. yeah i did and but eventually i had to do a thing you had to do the thing you know it's and i was a you want to use the service you got to do the thing yeah but that wouldn't be the case if governments weren't forcing it upon them but they're okay so in this case they're technically not though because y- the government y- yes, the irs the irs form is like you if you want to file electronically do it this way otherwise if you don't want to give us your documentation you have to file the old fashioned way 
So there's an out for anybody who doesn't want to participate in this. This just doesn't seem like a very good idea to me because most people already don't want to file their taxes. So it's like they're making it even more difficult. And it seems like if they're going to do that, a lot of people are just going to be like, okay, I guess I won't then. And furthermore... Or they'll still just do it the old-fashioned way, as they've done for years. And furthermore, the IRS already knows how much they're going to take from you. They would say, oh, right, but oh is a, like, they, it would be very easy for an organization like the IRS to automate the taxation. And so uh, only the correct amount, right, in, according to their rules, would be extracted from your pay on a uh, given yeah, annual man. basis. It would be very easy, numerically, for them to automate that at least do a far better job. It so this whole uh, pageantry of filing your taxes is just about control. That's all it is. It's just about control. But Agreed. I think a lot of people are in careers where they would have no clue how much they're making until they file their taxes and claim their income and, you know, their losses and their gains and whatever else, you know, the things they're writing off on their taxes. Like or they contractors. Have, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like people that do 1099s or business owners. Uh, ID.me Chief Executive Blake Hall initially said that the company's technology used a one-to-one face-matching system that checks an image against a single other image to see if it's the same person. However, he later backtracked and said it used Amazon's facial recognition system called Recognition with a K. Recognition. Very creative. Which uses an algorithm to check against an entire database of images. In addition to the privacy concerns over having your pictures stored by private corporation, studies have also found that Amazon's recognition system is not able to properly detect black and brown faces. (laughs) So it's racist. It also sounds like they're trying to put the onus on private entities. They are, yes. Right? Like, it's bad that the private entities are doing it. We only need the government to do it. Only the government can do surveillance. It's bad if corporations do surveillance for us, which is basically what's happening. 603-283-6160. We've got some calls we'll get to, plus more. This is Free Talk Live. Said, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I have headphones on. Toot about that. <laughs> what? Toot. Would you eat beans? Toot. Beans, beans, musical you fruit. fruit. The, more you, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. So well, let's eat beans for every meal. Nice. Do you know the alternative version? Uh, the musical. Uh, uh, good for your heart? Yeah, good for your heart, yeah. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. feel. Eats beans every meal? Yep. Nikki, beans? No? I love beans. I th- as a vegetarian, I would think that they're a major yeah. staple. In your diet. Oh, for sure. Okay, she's more than a vegetarian. Legumes? How can you be more unless vegan? you're an omnivore? No, vegan. Oh, vegan. Sorry, yes, yes. I don't know the difference between the two. Obviously, technically, I'm not a vegan because I do consume honey. Oh, so I'm a fraud. And, you've been and actually, on I do eat eggs too, but they are free range, and I personally know the chickens, so I make an exception. Nikki brought these in if you're looking at the camera. They're this delicious, and I, I found out late that they had milk in them, <laughs> and I'm still eating them, so I'm a double fraud. <laughs> well, send we... me to vegan jail. <laughs> I don't care. The, oh, man, don't let the vegan cops come. <laughs> wee 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 
hey, uh, the, the bars are made of asparagus. Hey, did you guys know we we announced or mm, announced? Um, uh, Peakless Mountaineer was the mm, sort of creator uh, during some in between, you know, during the break banter. Um, we came up with a way to say and have this be true. Free Talk Live is the most rated talk show ever in the history of all mankind. Because we've been rated the most times. That's right. Okay. The most rated talk show in all of history. Okay. It's not great. I mean, I think Tim Pool just got <laughs> swatted recently, so yeah, he's but, catching up. Okay, but like... But like only once, yeah, so... I, I think Free but Talk on Live... Air, free Talk bonus Live points is, for on yeah. air. Hey, we've got some calls to get to. Oh. Let's go to Stephen in Georgia. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how many times have you been rated? Uh, well, there's some discrepancy. I'm aware of twice, but I believe the answer is three times. Good for you guys. You're doing something good with your life. <laughs> well, I, it was before I, I was on the show, so I can't take credit. I don't know for about that. that, but I certainly don't want the vegan cops to show up. <laughs> um, I mean, you could probably scare them away with a T-bone. But are they going like, to put way, you in the tofu paddy wag? <laughs> Scare them away with a T-bone. Tie pork chops to their ears so the dog will play with them. Yeah. Um, What's on your mind, uh, Stephen? Earlier in the show, y'all were talking about people throwing away vodka and throwing away Russian things. I I declared that anyone who doesn't throw away their Russian vodka and pour it down the drain is not a real American. Okay. Okay. So let's, let's talk about responsibility here. If you want to be a real American and you want to throw away your AK ammo and your AKs, um, I live in Flintstone, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> My address is. <laughs> I did bring um, I did bring that up earlier. Like they didn't say anything about Russian ammo or Russian, you know, Russian firearms. I'll even pay for the shipping. My yeah. account number is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, um, all of these embargoes and all of these trade restrictions. Um, I think that, and I I try not to be too conspiracy conspiracy theory ish, um, but. Is is there a legitimate disease called COVID? Yeah, probably. Um, it's it was it blown out of proportion? Yes. Oh, definitely. But everything from COVID to um, the current global situations, mm-hmm. I think, is pushing one agenda, and that is keeping people from a- being able to defend themselves. And here's why I think this. So for people that aren't aware, a round of ammunition has four components. It has the projectile, it has the casing, it has the um, the powder, and then it has the primer. Okay. There's, a, there's a little bit more that goes into it, but those are the four major components. Primers. Anybody want to take a guess where most primers in the world are made? Ooh, ooh, pick me. Nikki. Is it Russia? Yeah, Is it the Ukraine? Um, you, yeah, you're, you're all right. Eastern Europe. Well, Eastern, the, Europe accounts, Eastern Europe accounts for 97% yeah. of all primers globally. We were just we were talking about that a little bit during uh, during the break was during the COVID lockdowns and the supply chain disruption, a lot of the ammo you could get was the Russian steel cases. Like that was it. They had Russian well, no. ammunition. And even that was expensive. Yeah. No, 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 no. Y'all are missing a giant point. All the 5.56 five, ammo, because where I'm at, all the Rendex have ARs. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. who's making all the five five six primers? Russia. Georgia and okay. Russia. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So years ago when I started shooting, you could buy 
a uh, thousand rounds of junk 556 for about three hundred dollars. You could buy quality ammo for four fifty. Right. Uh, a thousand rounds, right? So forty five cents a round. What I consider quality is plus P eighty one grain. Best stuff on the market as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Um, you can't find that right now <laughs> because all of the like literally, I talked to somebody and they called somebody. They called a distributor. And the global or the national distributor said in their inventory they have a thousand rounds nationally. Yeah. And it's in Alaska. And to get it to Georgia was going to be like a thousand dollars. Wow. Just to get to Georgia. Even not, reloaders not had trouble getting primers. Like it was it was a big deal. I was going to say that reloaders like so. And when you say reloaders, most people think like me, right? People that reload their own ammo. But what about I don't know Remington? What about here locally, North Order Reloaders, they can't find primers at the scale that they need primers. Mm. So guess what? Ammo is more expensive. I'm yeah. sorry, but I really think that a lot of what's been going on the last couple of years has to do with keeping people from defending themselves. And who do we need to defend ourselves from? Well, do I need to defend myself from Mr. Nobody? Or do no, I need he's to cool. defend myself? Do I need to defend myself from the cop that pulled me over today? And before he made contact with me, had his pistol drawn. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, you have to you have to know who your oppressor is. It's it's very popular for people to you know follow the media, right? The mainstream media. People still follow it. We hear you know Free Talk Live. You know, do you guys watch any mainstream media at all? Like occasionally something will come across my feed that's presented by mainstream media, but it's like once. In a week, right? In I'll the- occasionally watch a Tucker Carlson clip, and that's about it. Okay, so I kind of watch it just to see what is being. So, fed but as far as masses. like yeah. CNN, MSNBC, yeah. uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, those guys, I'm not watching any of that. Yeah. So, but most people do still to this day watch you know television. They get their news from the television. The it'll you know break in the commercial, and it'll be like coming up tonight at six. We'll have this story, and it'll be some sensational thing. I hate to give them the idea, but I was thinking you know we did you guys did the story of you know the Ukraine's government handing out ten thousand automatic weapons to the people. Yeah, and I can I can see the gun grabbers. Right, but I can see the gun grabbers going like, "Well, you see, right when you when you need the arms, the government will just give it back to you. <laughs> so we sure. can confiscate it now, no. and then when Idiots. you need when China invades, then we'll just give them back." No, you say no, but why I, not? I, I, no, I, the government I mean, gave citizens guns when the when the citizens needed it I mean, in Ukraine. But can I, mean, I make a point about okay, that? Go ahead. What if you don't know how to use a gun? If you haven't trained with a gun and you're not comfortable with it, having a gun is useless. These liberals, okay. if we yeah. were to hand out guns to them, they wouldn't know how to shoot it, and it would be dangerous. They would, it would be, they would be a danger to society because they wouldn't know safety rules. They wouldn't know how to aim. They, you know, they wouldn't know anything really. Yeah, you just it's point not at super the Chinese dude in the but, Chinese uniform. And- yeah, I mean, it's not super complicated, but I do think there is something to be said for the importance of training. Understood. Yeah. So if, okay. if governments actually cared about your defense. Not only would they hand out guns, but they would also provide the training. So a few takeaways real quick. One, it looks like those 10,000 AKs that were passed out were actually passed out by the United States. Um, I'm seeing a lot of chatter from different sources saying that. Yeah, I heard that. The other thing is, um, if y'all haven't been watching, 
Um, it appears that there's like maybe 12 different nations that are not nations, but like 12 different people groups that are represented in the let's clap out Russia, right? And okay, Hezbollah is currently present in Ukraine. Hezbollah mm -hmm. is currently present in Ukraine. Chechnyans, right? I am a uh, Afghan war. Um, I don't want to say veteran because I hate that word. Um, Participant. I, um, what is the victim of a scam? A victim, victim, man. Okay, I'm an Afghan war victim. Because um, I was scammed into that crap. But hey, Stephen, we appreciate I, the call, man. Thank you so much. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Hour number three of Free Talk Live is coming up. Thank you for tuning in to the most rated show. Wait, the number one rated. Wait, uh, what's the no, exact rating? I mean, most, most, the most rated. Yeah, top show. And, uh, the three-time rated. The all-time rated champion of talk shows. Okay. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Chance. Really? Yeah. All right. Not, not like, you know, just, just this one time. All right, fine. Free talk live. Free, <laughs> Free talk, talk live. live. Free. Right. <laughs> I feel better. 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. We were talking about this article from The Guardian, which is, of course, uh, conflating government with corporate and corporate with government and all that fine or stuff. Or making it worse. Making by it worse. Saying that, by, you know, yeah. It shouldn't be corporations that are doing but it. But what it is do is pointing out the many ways surveillance is becoming normalized as part of our daily lives. Uh, not only here in the U.S., but really globally at this point. The magic rectangle, you know, it's a, it's a socialist's uh, it's utopia. Man. To, you know, they, they wish... They could have had this type of tracking for their citizens back in the Cold War days. Uh, so besides, you know, when you're uh, trying to comply with the course of governments and they're trying to rape you for tax money. No, thanks. Uh, apparently, you're being surveilled when you're seeking mental health help as well. The decades-old nonprofit hotline crisis text line is not just collecting your data, but up until last Monday, it was also sharing it with a third-party company called Loris.ai. As Politico first reported, Loris, which Crisis Text Line is a shareholder of, used insight from the text line design customer service software to design customer service software. Though the company said the user data was entirely anonymized. <laughs> I love when companies say that. Okay, prove it. Uh, the company says you can't because it, it's anonymized. Yeah, the company says it scrubs names, addresses, city names, zip codes, and email addresses, URLs, phone numbers, and social media handles. Sure. So the data is useless, right? Yeah. Like why would we're trying they, to get demographic yeah. data, people, but we're going to scrub all the demographic data before we share it with you. 
Yeah. So, and apparently, you know, this crisis text line isn't the only uh, organization uh, regarding mental health that does this. Uh, not only surveils you, but you know, uses your data and then sells it. I, you're all familiar with all of this. It's just the point is that it's becoming normalized. You have to do it to prove that you're vaccinated. Right, okay. you're being surveilled there, obviously, by any of these apps that they use to do that, or if you fill out any of the uh, paperwork. I think it's just getting easier, right? Because market research is a thing and was a thing, right? They used to call people in the middle of the day and ask them market research questions, yep. and that was a thing, and people would voluntarily answer or not, yep. and they would get that demographic data and use it to see who was in the area doing what, what they were shopping for, and what if your product was going to make it in that area, right? So it's it's not a new thing. It's just using technology to make it easier and more efficient. But before, they were more upfront about it, right? Well, now it's kind of a little just sneaky. The, the just because you don't no, no, need no. the terms of service. No, 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 no. The, the problem is is uh, overt permission, right? Uh, when somebody calls you on the phone and says, hey, I'm the captain, and I'm doing some market research surveying, would you like to participate? You have to say yes or no yeah. before they can continue. When it's all done in the magic rectangle via software, yeah. they no longer ask your permission except yeah, you, for... You check the box that check, says, I agree to the terms the and services. EULA, which, I mean, come on, nobody reads those. Either. But sometimes That's they change the, the terms of service yeah. and they don't always notify people. Yep, that's yeah. true. And usually one of the terms of services, we can change this without And as we pointed out last night, they're already developing uh, ways to circumvent permission. Okay. Yeah. So they're just going to go back to the old way if they have to. Let's go to the phones and let's go to Richard in New Mexico. Richard, you're on Free Talk Live. Richard? Yes, thank you for taking my call. First off, I've been a news junkie since I was about 12 years old, which is almost 60 years ago. And tonight on the national news section, they showed a bunch of people in Russia withdrawing money from their banks because of our president freezing and putting the sanctions on Russia's economy and other nations are joining in, the European nations are joining in with embargoes and sanctions on Russia also. And I wonder how long it's going to take before the Democrats start start gloating that President Biden's methods are going to hurt Mr. Putin and see how much impact it has on Mr. Putin coming to a bargaining table with Ukraine, which they're supposedly going to do in the next several days. Richard, uh, there's no question in my mind that this is all leading up to war. There's no question in my mind. I mean, if they do that, Russia just stops the oil exports to the United States, and then what? Yeah, I mean, it, it's all it's all bullying on all sides, right? Oh, one side bullied these guys. No, we're going to bully these guys. No, we're going to bully. And it, it's not hurting the people it needs to hurt. It's hurting the people, the regular people who just want to live their life, do their work, go to their jobs, raise their families, you know, go shopping, be entertained on the weekends. You know, it's the regular people that are being hurt. 
here. And that is where the evil occurs. Uh, all the rest of it, you know, the, the news that you've been watching for 60 years, I'm sorry to say, uh, has you a bit brainwashed, to be quite frank. And it's got you thinking that there's all this other drama in play between these nations when it's not true. It's just not true. Well, I tend to disagree on that about the brainwash because I've seen wars firsthand, of course, in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of people get hurt, but it seems like countries come out. It's a business operation. People during wartime, they get more employment and everything granted the United States employment unemployment rate is quite low because that's people have been retiring for about 10, 12 years. Now the baby boomers are reaching retirement age, probably in record numbers. So companies all over America are hurting to hire people. Well, Apparently there's not enough people for hire. That's if people want to work. That's so the key right there. People don't relevant. want to work, right? Yeah. They're, they're calling it the great resignation because people just, they see the scam for what it is and they're opting out. Well, I don't blame them. I've been retired for 17 years. I'm drawing two federal government retirement checks that I busted my butt for quite a few years to earn. Nowadays, that just gets handed to people, practically, in different ways, of course. But Yes, and fortunately, I don't pay taxes. I'm classed as a 100% disabled veteran, and my Social Security tax does, my Social Security income retirement. So no way you bite the hand that feeds you by going against the state. Yeah, it it just wouldn't happen in, in, in in your case. Yeah, so... Anyway, I still enjoy your program, so thank you very much for letting me get on and vent uh, somewhat. Hey, thanks for the call, Richard. We appreciate you, and thanks for listening, of course. Several years ago, I read a book. It was interesting because it was like written in the 30s. You, wrote, oh, you read one read book? book? Yeah, it was called Harangue um, by Garrett Garrett. And one of the interesting things they talked about in the book is the bankers don't have to worry about a bank run if all the people are in debt. Because what are they going to do? Show up and redeposit all the money they owe? It's a great point. And that's why the financial system is based on debt. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live coming up. Welcome back to Free Talk Live. The Reverend is here. It is Sunday. The sermon has commenced. Praise kick-ass. No, praise freedom. I am not your deity. Nor have I ever claimed to be, nor do I want to be. Same thing with a politician. Uh, While I am a capable leader, uh, most folks really need a lesson on how to lead themselves. Amen. And a woman. (laughs) 
Jesus. We like to be inclusive here on Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. We've got a couple calls on hold we'll get to momentarily. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Bitcoin.com is your best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find all sorts of valuable information neatly organized to suit your needs. There's no longer any excuse to ignore this important and world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user, you can check out news.bitcoin.com to get the latest headlines of all the news that's relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for everything crypto, like getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a very slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. All right, so we've been talking about uh, surveillance. We've been talking about you know uh, people taking Russian vodka off the stores of liquor liquor stores shelves and other Russian things. People you know m- maybe being mean to Russian people in the U.S. or you don't know outside it. of like don't do it. These aren't the Not people cool. invading the Ukraine, right? And if anything, um, you know they probably need your support at this point in history. So. As if most people could tell the difference between a Russian and a Ukrainian anyway. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Or a Belarusian. Belarusian? Belar- Be- someone from Belarus, anyway. Just say Georgian. It's easier. Yeah, but then they confuse it with Georgia. Yeah. Right, yeah so. Let them be confused. Uh, let's go to your calls and thoughts. We have Greg calling from Chicago. Greg, you're on Free Talk hey, Live. Hey, Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to call because it's like libertarian show and I call in sometimes. Man, you know, I really feel like a libertarian when war comes around. It really, like, if there's ever a reason for me to be like, oh, my goodness, all these flags and nationalisms and people just want to, like, listen to their mass media and think the other side is literally Hitler, it's this. You know, it's literally this. And I just, my, you know, when I say my thing, um, I think nationalists, like, they get what I'm saying. And they get that I'm on the side of like the regular people, and I don't want people to get bombed. I don't want you know people to keep fighting for right. these things. But like when you have spent your whole life listening to, you know, on either side, right, listening to how the other side is literally Hitler, and your side is like national pride, and you're like the real ones, right? When you hear that, you just want to defend your country. And I totally get that feeling, but it's still destructive. Like, do you want to end up like Afghanistan that never? you know, gave in and fight to the last man for the glory, you know, of your homeland. Sure. That's great. But then in the end, your economy sucks versus like imperialism is the current thing that's going on and it sucks. Yes. But China's doing it. U.S. is doing it and Russia's doing it. And the only reason the Russian operation is so like prominent is because the U.S. knows how to spin it in a way that's like, Oh yeah, we bombed you know this and that. I don't even need that, but you know that that. And China just doesn't care. They're just like, oh yeah, Tibet, you know, Hong Kong. Sure, that's our stuff. That's our stuff. Maybe Taiwan too. So like Russia's there doing this, and, and I'm just like calling in and basically saying, as a libertarian, you go, what about people just want to like live their lives? Like, what if the flag didn't matter so much? And you just like, okay, get demilitarized. Fine, whatever. But as long as, like, I, I, like I'm offending the sensibilities of someone who, who, who would grow up nationalist and really um, We need a good old-fashioned flag burning. <laughs> Russian flag, Ukrainian flag, American Throw flag. Throw them all in there. Burn them all. Can we get one of those posters with all the flags on it and just, like, 
All for one? Maybe we'll do that at Porkfest. Great Porkfest idea. It is an idea. Porkfest. But yeah, I do I do love the sentiment that it doesn't really matter like what country people are from. Yeah. We're all humans. Minus government officials. They're definitely parasites. But aside from that, all of the citizens of all of these countries, whether you're from Russia, Ukraine, Afghanistan, Canada, America, wherever, we are all human beings. Like we're all earthlings. So where our governments might be fighting, we to pick a side just because this is the country we're from is a little silly. And as a libertarian, you can kind of take a step back and look at it and say, like, both sides are wrong. Okay, hold on one second. If you were a libertarian in the Ukraine right now, though, right, do you do you fight back against the Russian invasion then? Right. Do you not defend your homeland? You live there. You defend your home, your community. Understood. But we talked about this earlier. If you're not going to help your neighbors defend theirs and they're not going to help you defend yours, then you get overrun by the bigger bully anyway. The the defense for smaller people, smaller countries, smaller communities has to be collective in the face of a larger enemy. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. You should gather together with other people to defend your community from whoever the aggressors are. It's self-defense, right? Yes. Understood. But if a Russian invasion is coming through the entire country, right, and you can stop them not in your neighborhood, but by joining the city and town two, you know, two towns over, right, take your guns there so they don't yeah. advance to you. Right. Yeah. That, Should you not do that? At because that point, not there yet? I would say at you that point, what, what do they say? The enemy of your enemy is your friend? Psh, uh, whatever. At that point, until the threat is over, should it ever be over. Yeah, but like that's what this collectivization and this. You know, uh, the banks, they, they just join and join into larger banks and the telecoms just join and join into larger ones. It just causes these large armies to fight. I would suggest instead you could have cities vote periodically as to what country they want to belong to. For example, it do, it's currently not the international thing. But guess what? All the separatists would be just criminals. And they'd be like, oh. Why are you fighting? We can just vote to join this other thing. Well, why not, you can vote until you're overrun. Yeah, well, why not just reduce it even further, and why not have individuals choose what yeah, sure. you know, country you they want to belong to? That. And if the, that country doesn't exist, how about you just make one up and call it, yeah. you know, uh, in your case, uh, you know, Greg Stan, right? Well, yeah, people aren't ready for that. But at least, you know, the cities are there. Why don't you let, you know, Kosovo just vote to not be part of Serbia? Why do you have to bomb it with... Uh, that they did with NATO. So, like, you know, if that if they had that, there would be no wars because the city could just peacefully vote. Like, oh, this this country isn't serving us with their military very well, with their police. We're just going to go and like do contract with this other country, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, I, I like I like that you're thinking about solutions. Um, the Bloods aren't protecting my shop. I'm going to go sign up with the Crips or MS13. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that that, that won't you, cause conflict at all. The other thing that you could do is. Of course, employ some sort of an agency to protect your stuff and your property and that kind of a thing for you, if such yeah. an agency exists, sure. right? Uh, and if well, it doesn't, then, competed, then, yeah, that's true. In the marketplace for protectorate of cities, right? Right. Then I think they would perform better. If police would uh, compete to serve neighborhoods, then guess what? They wouldn't be so brutal. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. 603-283-6160. Uh, war is just bullying with death, with bombs. It's really the same thing as the schoolyard bully coming to punch you in the face to take your milk money. 
And it takes more than a couple of classmates to stand up with a bully. It sure does. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is next. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you are trying to call, please keep trying. The phones are currently packed. And the word of the so, day is dude bucket. <laughs> the word of the day is dude bucket. If you are trying to call, just keep trying. Uh, and hopefully we'll have time to get you on. We'll get to your calls in just a moment. It is Free Talk Live in the studio. It's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. We've been talking about all sorts of things, but uh, let's continue with the phones and the fun. Let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Um, yes, I just want to mention that Belarus, um, Belarus is cooperating with Russia because they've had their missiles placed in Belarus on the northern side of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That's what I see on the map. And so I'm thinking, are they being bullied, uh, the Belarus, or, or are they willing their government wants to join with Russia and get out of NATO and helping um, Russia? I'm kind of perplexed. Uh, you can't the, beat them, join them. Um, I mean, there's probably some truth to both of those options. There are probably some people in Belarus going, hey, we need to join up and we need to make this happen and we need to, you know. And then there's probably some other people who are going like, this totally sucks. I wish we didn't have to do this. Why are we doing it? Blah, blah, blah. And and I'm using the term we as to imitate the people that are there. Uh, I, well, I Even in Ukraine, there's the separatist blocks. Right, there are yeah. right separate. Yeah, right. That the the they were they were former um, communist iron country countries, and so they want to join. It. And of course, remember that be red or be dead. You know, they probably see the Ukrainians getting their their asses beat out, and and either be red or be dead. So I I think they're like, oh no, put your missiles right here. We'll join you. And, and Belarus is a small country, right? Yeah. I mean, when are how- you going to join the Reds? Yeah, shouldn't you be? I am already red. Yeah, shouldn't you be moving to like somewhere like you know Russia or something? Take up arms and fight for the Russians. No, I have more important jobs. I'm trying to talk on this radio to convince the American people they need to be communists like myself (laughs) and become socialists and 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 support Russians. In the middle of the anti-Russian communist hate, you're going to pitch for that. Technically, you could do that from Russia. Hey, Sarah, (laughs) thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Are nationally syndicated. <laughs> Sarah's uh, got an evil philosophy, but she's a good sport. Also, I think that the saying is better dead than red. Not if you're a commie. Okay. Not if you're a commie. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I guess. Especially if you're a commie. <laughs> well, but they're not going to say that. Yeah. They're going to say the opposite. Uh, let's go to Jim Bob. Jim Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. Billy Joe Bob Bill going once. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. That's why it's a dude bucket. <sighs> All right. I'm going to put you back on hold, Jim Bob. <laughs> Hopefully we can come back to him. Well, let's go to let's go to Clamoring in New Hampshire. Clamoring, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, I do love Sarah's calls, let me tell you. <laughs> she is great. <laughs> um, so I wanted to 
completely changed the topic. I certainly have my own opinions about what's going on in the Ukraine. Let's do it. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about fostering because that is near and dear to my heart. Fostering what? Uh, like fostering a sense of, uh, you know, uh, yes. goodwill toward your fellow Russians. <laughs> no. Uh, um, <laughs> fostering your liver with a fifth of vodka? Or a Foster's? Um, Australian for in beer. addition to that, but fostering tiny humans, well, or not so tiny. Oh, so, like foster um, care, foster children. Okay, go ahead. Foster, foster humans. Uh, I've fostered animals too before, but I'm talking about humans. So I'm foster mom to a teenage girl. And that was ripped out of the hands of her normal parents by the state. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, so two things. One. I just wanted to talk briefly about how messed up it is that you can just abandon your kids. I don't know if you knew that you can do this, but you can. So my foster daughter, who is 14 years old right now, was adopted as a toddler. She was three. And her now adoptive parents are just deciding they don't want her. And so most people don't even know this is a thing. But yeah, uh, like my parents used to joke that if I was bad, that they would like sell me to the gypsies. Right. <laughs> I, right. But it was a joke. I came across an article uh, recently. I don't know how old the, the, the story was, but it was until, uh, until just several years ago, it was legal to like sell your kids in Mississippi. Oh my God. I didn't know that. Right. And the only reason they changed the law is because a lady sold her kids and they couldn't convict her. They went, you can't do that. And, and she, she went, said, sure, yeah, I, can. I can. And they oh went, we're going to get you on. Oh, no, we can't. We got to we got to fix this. Yes, it's truly terrible. And yet, like the, the whole like I, I'm just talking about fostering. But when you're talking, if you get into adoption, like it's a, a very lucrative industry for the agencies involved. I'll bet. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, family family courts is notorious uh, on all levels for extracting money from the people involved with family court. Partially because it's illegal to sell your kids. Yeah, and, and okay. you know, CPS is notorious for removing children from homes where, you know, that it, the, it, the situation is questionable. Like, yeah. Certainly there are abusive situations and, and situations where kids are definitely better off being removed from the homes, but there are a lot of situations where it's it's just child trafficking to be honest Uh, it really is and and again it's one of those situations where when the state does it it's okay yeah yeah and the other thing i wanted to note just like uh, like kind of to um other side of the coin a more positive note um so when my foster daughter came to stay with me um i think it was like the first week And, you know, she's 14, so I, like, went to the store or something, and then I came home and came in the door, and she was sitting on the couch reading Ayn Rand. Nice. (laughs) And I I was really confused. I was like, okay, um, I wasn't sure if she was, like, reading this on her own or if somehow she had surmised that might be in line with my values, and she was kind of playing to that, you know, because foster kids can be a little weird sometimes. Yeah. But no. Her humanities class in public high school was reading it. Which book? Uh, Anthem. Okay. Okay. And so she had a whole series of uh, class, uh, you know, assignments she had to like 
figure out a song and she had to like write a whole journal article and like she had a whole thing about it. It occurs to me that you're in a, a unique position and I wonder if that could be a further strategy for anybody freedom-minded, libertarians, anarchists, whatever, uh, because exposing children to the ideas of freedom, the philosophies of freedom, uh, is something that I think has a huge amount of value at least towards future generations, towards, you know, mankind as a species. Well, activists around here tried that and got banned from the schools, so. Right, but well, but I'm just saying, like, not- she's in a unique position because yeah. I don't know what the rules are for foster care now. When I was a foster kid, you know, you might be there for a day, you might be there for the rest of your, you know, until you're 18. It was really up to the state. They'd come and get you anytime, put you in a different foster care home, you know, whatever it was. So I don't know what they're like now, but if you see any cycling of children through your home, certainly just something as simple as having a library of freedom-oriented books in your house is enough to, if the child is exposed to it, you know, and they're old enough to read, obviously, sure. um, that, you know, it could make a difference in their life as they grow up. Send the younger ones off with Tuttle Twins. I totally agree with you. Uh, We totally have Tuttle Twins here in my house. And I'm actually taking my foster teenage daughter to Liberty Forum next week. That's awesome. Yeah. So she's excited and she's like, I'm like, you don't have to go to any of the talks if you don't want to. You can just go swim in the pool or whatever. She's like, I think I might be interested. I'm like, great, let's go. (laughs) Nice. Awesome. Clamoring, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, Let's move right along and let's try. Oh, let's just wait for a moment. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say David in New Mexico. Let's try nothing. Well, uh, yeah, I, I want to check in with and see if Jim Bob's still on the line because we're having some technicalties there. Dude bucket calls. 603-283-6160 is the number. Will we have time, Richie Rich, to talk about the Grow Your Own Human Meat Kit? No. No? Yeah! Nope. nope. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Nope. I've got these headphones on. Can you hear me talking into the microphone? Shit government? Nope. Nope. Yeah, it is Free Talk Live in case you're wondering what you were listening to. We are a live call-in radio talk program seven nights a week from 7 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern Time live every night. If you want to call, call between those hours. Uh, I would give out the number, but you're probably not going to get on. This is the final segment of tonight's show. But feel free to call any night, seven nights. Uh, we're here, and the earlier you call, the more likely you are to get on the air. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Rich Rich. And before we go back to your calls, I want to say thank you to Alex Flores. Alex is a gold amplifier. And you can find out all about that over at amps.freetalklive.com. Basically, Alex contributes a small sum of money to help get us onto more radio stations and more outlets and support the program. Could be a large sum of money to him. It could be. Uh, Or it could eventually be if the crypto market cooperates. Uh, But I don't think the contributions are in crypto now. Uh, We only had the one donation method for crypto. Uh, and so I think it's all Patreon based now since the revamp. Sure. But at any rate, Alex does contribute because or that FBI no crypto donations. <laughs> 
because he values the philosophy of liberty. He values the hosts and co-hosts that appear on this program, the content that we bring, the entertainment uh, that he derives, the value that he sees in that. And he wants to help us spread the message of liberty. So you can too. We're on around 190 radio stations. We could be on 200, 250, 300. It's not out of the question. It's all up to you. You get some neat perks for being an amplifier. So please visit amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you, Alex Flores, for your contribution. You're an important part of what we do. All right, moving right along. Let's try this again. Jim Bob, are you with us? Jim Bob. Nope. <laughs> I just talked to him. He was there. Jim Bob. All right, hang Turn on. down hang the on. radio. Let's see. Let's see. Because if that was that one, so then he's going to be. Jim Hello. Bob. Jim Bob, are you there? Hold on. There you are. All right. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah. If, you're too, if it's too loud, you're too old there, young man. <laughs> yes, I'm a heavy metal fan, so. I think we're just pushing the wrong buttons. Very much. If it's too loud, you're too old. User error. That's what he said. <laughs> What's on your mind, Jim Bob? I don't know. You tell me. We got a lot of things to talk about here lately. We got all kinds of controversy. Well, you pick. Oh, Would you, you do baby you talk for a baseball? You baseball. Baseball's the best part of life, you know? One, two, three, take. That's awesome. Hey, hey, Jim Bob, I'm sorry to break it to you, but baseball is not a sport. Baseball baseball is a pastime. Ooh. And Crunch and Munch is better than Cracker Jacks. Fight me. Look at that white boy. Is that a sport? Go ahead, Jim Bob. I said, what would you call a sport? What would I call a sport? I don't know. I'd have to invent a new one. Auto racing and bullfighting. The rest are just I games. You a sport. I wasn't calling you sport, Jim Bob. No, I would call you, you a call sport. sport. Uh, 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 well, I'm a good. I try to be a good sport, but sometimes I'm a bad sport. What do you, what do you call sport? Sport. Sport. Old bean. Old sport. Yeah, you call old spice. Terrible deodorant. Sport. When you're coming in for uh, military infractions, buddy. Is that when That's something's wrong sport. with your computer? You call tech sport. Tech sport. <laughs> Bang, bang, bang. You know what it takes. This is what America's coming to, their uh, seniors called. Yeah. It's no longer on the ground. It's just you push a button and everybody goes boom. I mean, you're not wrong there, Jim Bob. Hey, hey, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Uh, what he said, I guess. <laughs> sure. Sure. All of it. In total. And, and Maybe. Let, let's go to David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. David Bob in New Mexico. David Bob. Sorry. Dave Bob. Yeah, Dave Bob. Dave Bob. Dave Bob. What's, what's on your mind tonight, Dave Bob? Well, I had a couple of uh, politicians, one DUI, uh, aggravated, twice the limit, and another one doing some sexual harassment. Uh, but be, because you had the earlier caller calling about uh, CPS, I want to share a couple things on that instead, since it's uh, uh, been brought up. All right, um, but before before you go, can you do can before you start talking? Can you preface it with "bidia bidia bidia"? That's all. Or no, just this is just the beginning, folks. Um, so uh, this the, your earlier caller was talking about uh, CPS, and CPS was never involved in my case, even though I tried to get them 
involved because I was stupid, but they never were involved. But uh, one thing that is very educational, and it's uh, uh, it'll really clue you in as to what the hell goes on, on Facebook, there's a Facebook group called Fight CPS and Know Your Rights, Parent mm. Support. Nice. And it's the, the posters there are primarily like 90 percent uh, women that have been parted with their children and they write firsthand their accounts of what they've been through. And it's heart wrenching mm-hmm. um, so much that I, I can when I read them, I read them to try to learn. And I, I'm good for about five minutes Before and I got to go because yeah. it's. Yeah, because it kills me. There's but nothing more again, heart-wrenching than, you know, a parent having their children torn away from them by agents of the state. Right. So once again, that's a, f- a Facebook group, Fight CPS and Know Your Rights Parent Support. And your caller was talking about uh, it's that the foster system is uh, tantamount to uh, child trafficking in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. and I, let me just, let me just support as a foster uh, parent her, herself. Yeah, as a foster parent herself, and let me support her allegation with one fact, and that is once again for the hundredth time, I, David Olson, won a unanimous three-judge decision at the New Mexico Court of Appeals, Wexler, Bustamante, and Kennedy, Kennedy writing saying that Judge M. Monica Zamora illegally terminated my parental rights and adopted my children to a stepfather uh, and that and they they reversed M Monica Zamora saying that uh, she did she made uh, uh, she violated one of the most basic things in law principle in law who's who is whose burden is it to prove the case and judge M Monica Zamora illegally made me prove in a trial why I should remain in my children's lives instead of making wow. the step parents prove that I should not remain in my children's lives and that's what M Monica Zamora did and and the court the court of appeals further said M Monica Zamora had you correctly applied the burden of proof uh, even if you did they did not prove their case you know I can't think of a situation where I would say that a parent should not be involved in their children's lives. Now, uh, I say that with things like, okay, so maybe your parent is bad and they've been rightfully convicted of something and they, they're spending their life in jail. Like, your kid should still go see that parent and, you know, have yeah. some right. sort of an interaction. With them. So who gets to be the judge, right? Like the, other, the previous caller, we agreed that, you know, in some cases it's best that the children be removed from the situation. In other cases, not. But who judges? Community, community, community is a better judge than judges are. Uh, uh, you can prove that day, and, and that's exactly what you suggest from the libertarian community's point of view. What community uh, I do believe you go to? You, pardon? What community well, do you, you go to? You get like the neighbors on your block. I guess, like, yeah. You, I mean, that would be better than the judge, right? The local community. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, hands down, hands down. The the the, the first one hundred names of the phone book uh, quote is is a good one to apply there. The first one hundred names in the phone book can do any job the government does far better than any government agency does it. But if period. We, if we stand on individual rights and liberties, how does right. the community get to tell me what I can and cannot do with or without my kids? 
Well, we, we would work that out. What we know for sure at this point is that the government we have does not work at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not suggesting they have that it. either. Not just... when it comes to family court. I do have a question, though. Um, mm. Like, they still make phone books? If yeah, they do. I, get out, yeah, I pick them up every year at the post office. I guess I don't, Wait, I don't have a landline now, so... I guess they don't. I thought they they just automatically delivered one to your door, oh, you yeah. know, every year or something like that. That's the way it used to be. I used to have to pick mine up from the phone company. What you just use your magic rectangle to look numbers up? Yeah, that sounds convenient. Think... I, in fact, I don't even have to remember phone numbers. Anymore. I once I'm raced. Sorry. I once raced a guy. He, I looked in the phone book and he tried to Google it and I beat him. Wow, on the phone that's book. impressive, David. You've got like thirty seconds. Oh, so let me end with. Uh, no, nope, you got uh, ten seconds. Okay, okay. Pr- pr- prisoners have child visits from their children. I've never been convicted or arrested for anything, and I never have seen my children ever again. That really sucks, and thanks for the call, David. We are out of time. Again, seven nights a week, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Find us at freetalklive.com for the archives. Thanks, and peace.